Nick Lacey is the AVP of Marketing and Analysis at the Christian Community Credit Union, where he oversees market research, analysis, and strategy. His background includes over 15 years of pastoral and executive ministry experience. He's a former vice president of corporate strategy for a technology company and a strategic and creative communications consultant. He has also been featured as an expert on the topic of strategic execution in various publications, and he holds a master's degree in ministry management. Nick is very interesting. Our conversation is very interesting, and it's something we should all consider. Christian Community Credit Union. I hope you enjoyed today's interview. And thanks for listening to Unscripted. Welcome to the Unscripted Podcast. This is Caitlin. Each episode, my Uncle Aaron interviews guests that are living their lives unscripted. The song you are hearing is the music from our dear friends, Tori and Shauna. You can find their music wherever you stream your favorite songs. For now, from his studio, here's my Uncle Aaron. All right, everybody, welcome back to Unscripted from my studios here in Columbus, Ohio. Special guest today, I'm really looking forward to this at a time when I think a lot of people are very nervous about things like money. I'm really excited to talk to you. Nick, can you introduce yourself and we'll go from there. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hello, Aaron, and hello to all your listeners. My name is Nick Lacey, and I have the pleasure of being AVP of Marketing at Christian Community Credit Union. So we're America's number one biblical banking institution. And so to have a conversation around finances and, and biblical stewardship and what's happening in the market, uh, happy to be here today. Thank you for the opportunity. Absolutely. Let's start with your story first, and then we'll really get into the you know to what we want to talk about today. But just tell us a little bit about you. Sure, absolutely. So I was actually in formal ministry as a pastor for over 15 years and had the pleasure of being part of an executive staff at a fairly large church in Southern California with wonderful people and wonderful colleagues there. And, and then the last year I was there, I just really started to feel led to go into the business marketplace and really make the marketplace a place of ministry for me. And that's obviously a whole other topic we could have a lot of fun on another podcast, I'm sure. But, but so stepped out of the formal ministry setting, and I would just say went into the informal ministry setting. And did business development and also ran my own business for a while, was a vice president of corporate strategy and now here at Christian Community Credit Union. And I got to say, Aaron, it's, it's, it's amazing how ministry just naturally occurs in organic environments. If we right. just do our job as disciples and as stewards, things will naturally happen. And for anybody out there who feels that you need the title of pastor to be a pastor, that's not true. It's absolutely not true, and I'm a living testament of that. So I just carry the perspective of, hey, wherever I am, whatever executive environment might be, just be a disciple, you know, and just allow the Spirit of God to move through you freely, and things will naturally happen. And so I have the pleasure of doing that now here at the Christian Community Credit Union. It's really cool because I think we have a very similar story, it sounds like, and and I had a cup of coffee in ministry myself. And when I left, you know, ministry, I, I... I've had that belief and I've said it on other podcasts as well. I, I believe we're in ministry wherever we are. You don't have to actually be employed by a church. And and those that are employed by the church, awesome. But but at the yep. same time, I think the world needs the world needs us to be in ministry in our jobs every day. So that's awesome that you felt that calling. Tell us about Christian community and and really what led you there and maybe some of the backstory about about the, the organization itself. 
Yeah, absolutely. So Christian Community Credit Union has been around for about 66 years, and we are the largest biblical banking institution in the United States. And a lot of people don't even know that a biblical banking institution exists, right? And so right. we are just doing you know, a, a very bold effort to let people know that we're here. There is a rumbling out there in the marketplace right now where people are mm-hmm. just feeling attention, if you will, with some of the secularized banks and and multiple industries, actually, for that matter. And they're just trying to find ways, is there opportunity for me to align more with my Christian values anywhere? <laughs> you know, and sometimes it feels right. like there's nothing out there, right? Where it's like, does anything align with my values anymore? Is anything sacred anymore? All this kind of stuff, right? And so for me, it's it's an honor to to be a part of an organization that provides a solution to that pain that brings that sense of purpose. We invest heavily back into Christian ministries and charities. And so as part of the credit union, for every member that we have, when they entrust us with their various investments as a bank, we reinvest that back into the kingdom. And so it's a constant cycle, right, of, of uh, you, know, you invest in the kingdom and you invest back into Christian ministries and charities. And then you can also have that satisfaction that your dollars aren't going to things that don't support biblical values or biblical causes, right? And so, right. so it's it's an honor for me to be part of an organization that that boldly stands for that, that is unapologetically Christian, that yeah. is driven by biblical values and and scripture, you know. And that's just it, it's it's a rare story these days to be able to boldly say that, right? Yeah. And especially in a financial institution. And so, we provide loans to churches, to ministries, church plants, and also for the consumer side, you know, checking, savings, high yield, all kinds of you know solutions. Just like any other bank would. It's just we're biblically based. So, yeah, that's so interesting. It seems like you all have instead of putting all the money into bowl games or, and again, no, no, not naming any particular bank, but a bowl game or putting the title on this this arena or those type of things that are obviously where a lot of those banks put a lot of their money for marketing and all those purposes. You all are putting it back into the kingdom. Is that is right. that fair to say? That's right. Yeah. Our, our mark, you won't see it. You won't see a, I mean, it'd be awesome. Don't get me wrong, but you probably won't see a Christian community Christian <laughs> college football, you know, bowl game, right? Our right. mark is made in kingdom impact. And so a yeah. lot of those things aren't measurable in the same ways, right? Mm-hmm. They, they take time. It, it's more about the spirit than it is about the, the spreadsheets many times, you know, but we are proud to invest back into the kingdom in that way. And so, yeah, I think, you know, Aaron, whether it be a church plant or whether it be an organization that is, you know, helping, you know, to, to, to free those who are part of the, the, the sex trafficking, stuff like that. We support organizations that are part of that effort as well. And we've recently had the, the, the real pleasure of working with some trusted organizations that are helping in Israel and Gaza and that whole surrounding area. So we're, we're actively looking, right? We're actively looking, but we can only yeah. do that because of our members, you know, that, yeah. that invest with our institution, that bank with our institution. And we take a small portion of that and give back into the kingdom. And, and the more members that we have, it allows us to provide more affordable loan rates for churches, whether it be for their church plant or for, you know, a new property or maintenance, whatever it might be. And so, again, like I said, it's kind of this, it's just feeding the kingdom. It's start, you start to get into a cycle, right? But what's fascinating too, Aaron, what's so great is that you're, you're also, you're part of a community now, right? So we're Christian Community Credit Union. The credit union model is member-based. And so in order to be a member, you have to, you know, essentially be a Christian, right? And so you're actually joining with other Christians, thousands of other Christians across the country and saying, you know what, we're going to bank with our values and we want our money to go back into kingdom causes. And, yeah. and that's the number one reason why people you know, join us is because they have that sense of peace that, that they can finally align with their Christian values. 
it, this question is going to make sense in my head, but hopefully I can communicate it right. It seems <laughs> like you're also modeling what we should be doing in our own lives as well. Does that make sense? So when, when we're called, you know, with the tithe and with our finances to honor God in those ways, it sounds like you as a business are modeling what we as individuals should be doing as well, being wise with our finances, but also investing back into kingdom building opportunities. Hopefully that came out right. It came out perfect. So yeah, I think yeah, you're spot on. And thank you for, thank you for noticing that. I think the, the, the topic there really, if we zoom out a little bit, it's about stewardship, right? It's about stewardship yeah. and stewardship, you know, ha- has it been forgotten? You know, has, has the value of true biblical stewardship been forgotten? We don't want it to be forgotten. Obviously, it's a scriptural mandate. And, and basically, it's stewardship not only involves finances, but it involves managing every gift, every resource that we've been entrusted with, right, in a way that's God honoring. And mm-hmm. we want to revive that conversation. We want to revive yeah. that value. And what we have found, Aaron, we've actually done some research on this. What we've found is that there seems to be a fairly confident head knowledge of stewardship, but there is still an uncertainty on how I actually live it out on a daily basis, you know? So I can define stewardship. You know, I could sit here and say, oh, stewardship is, you know, managing God's resources in a God-honoring way or whatever it might be, right? But when it comes to, okay, now how do you, how does that look, right? How do you actually right. live that out in an experiential level? What we found in our research is that there's still, it goes back to the basics. Well, wait, what is stewardship exactly then? You know, and so you kind of have this tension of, I know it in my head, I just don't know what it means to live it out. And so hopefully, Aaron, to your point, you know, hopefully our organization is helping to not only set that example, but to revive that, you know, that, that discipline, if you will, right? And revive that mindset and revive that perspective that when we live as biblical stewards, blessing comes. Not mm-hmm. in terms of, hey, more money is coming your way. That's not what I'm saying. Right. I'm saying the, right. the blessing of the presence and the peace of God comes. And that's yeah. the blessing, right? So, so thank you, Aaron, for, for acknowledging that. And, and we, we strive to do that every day. Well, it's a principle that I do as well as in our family tries to, you know, so that kind of leads me to the next question. You, you mentioned the word tension and I know it was in, a, in another way, but the world is crazy right now. I mean, that's, no, you know, people are not. feeling it. My <laughs> wife and I were just having the conversation last night. I mean, from inflation being up to wages being down, jobs and all, you know, there's a lot of different ways we can go with that conversation. However, there's a lot of talk and conversation around banks right now, centralizing of banks, digital currency, just some buzzwords that I'm sure you feel. So in terms of tension, are you feeling tension from the world and it's ever changing? changing and evolving quickly landscape in what you all do. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, look, I think first of all, tension can be a, a good thing, right? And, and scripturally speaking, yeah. we're always, we always should have tension with the world, right? Because we should see sure. what's important in the world and feel a sense of, oh, th- this isn't what scripture, you know, asks of me. This isn't what scripture, you know, uh, commands of me. This isn't, or maybe this is what scripture forecasted. Who knows, right? It's, so we, I think we're always going to have that sense of tension right? It's how we, it's how we navigate it. But to your point, Aaron, yeah, there's so many questions right now around mm-hmm. currency. A lot of that, by the way, is coming from revelation in times, you know, some of those things that are very healthy discussions to have, you know, and sure. I had a mentor, Aaron, who, who was still a dear friend and mentor of mine. And he said, he said, Nick, always pay attention to the tension, 
right? Pay attention right. to the tension mm-hmm. because when you do mm-hmm. that, it allows you to, with the guidance of scripture, find peace and resolve ultimately. The way that the, mm-hmm. the Christian is not supposed to operate is to turn tension into anxiety, right? Or turn tension into mm-hmm. extreme fear. That's not what we're called to do. In the midst of our tension, God meets us and he provides that peace and he provides that truth and that wisdom. And so, yeah, there's a lot of tension there, whether it's, whether it's digital currency or whether it's just with the conduct of banking institutions, you know, yeah, or yeah. whether it's, you know, there's, there's an increased conversation right now about the targeting of, of Christians, you know, right. whether it be big right. tech, you know, or whether mm-hmm. it be in banking, there's a, it's a real thing, Aaron, there is targeting taking place, you know, and, uh, and so Christians need to be very, very discerning. But what they should not do is is freak out right now. What they should not do is allow it to turn into anxiety. They just need yeah. to to find the the wisdom that Scripture provides. Make Scripture your ultimate authority. Period. Get off social media. Get off mainstream. Whatever you have to do, <laughs> and get back to yeah. the Word and allow it to guide you, and you will navigate this just fine. So I shouldn't pull all my money out of the bank, put it in a jar or a mattress. <laughs> right. no. you're, gonna, you're not gonna get that advice from me here and sorry yeah when it comes to money look people are gonna manage that in their own way right there are some yeah. listeners yeah. you probably have that have absolutely probably pulled their money and put it under a mattress because they felt <laughs> i gotta do this you know so yeah. what i'm not is a financial yeah. advisor i'll tell you that Okay. Right, right, right. Just what, for clarity, what I will for do sure. is at least from a biblical perspective of stewardship, at least look yeah. at what scripture says about money, navigate within within that framework, and then make the decisions that you feel most appropriate. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I wanna move to the best way I know how to do this is to put what we do with our bank. No names, please. <laughs> what we do with our bank. And I'll start by saying that I think our bank is our bank because it was my parents' bank. Do you find right. that a lot? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the number one, number one reasons why people are in the bank they're in. It was just handed to them. You know, it was one of those things where it was passed right. down. It's familiar, right? And so people have that mm-hmm. sense of automatic trust. So they just sign up. Absolutely. Right. Unless your mortgage is with some, whoever the you know lender was for your mortgage or your car, that's a little bit different. But in terms of your day-to-day where that check goes at the end of every week or two weeks, that's been the same for us because it was my parents. We've actually set up accounts for our kids when they turn 16 so they could learn to manage money. They're yeah. all with the same bank, those kind of things. But we also have investments with them where when I left corporate America, we rolled over to an IRA from a 401k that mm-hmm. sits at the same bank. Do you all do all those same things? Yeah. So so our expertise is, is largely in in checking savings loans as well. The the retirement planning stuff like that, we are working on actually revamping some of those programs right now. Certainly, you know, there's a lot of different options out there. I think for, for us, the biggest point that we want to make is that, look, when it comes to your everyday financial management, where most of your money is, or when it comes to like a CD or an investment of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. We want to ensure that you know that that's being invested in back into the kingdom. And it's not uncommon right. for people to diversify where they bank. That's completely normal for various, you know, they sure. got a rate here, a rate there, whatever it is. But we're, I think we're at a crossroads though, Aaron, where I think it's appropriate as a steward for Christians to ask the question, does my bank support and align with my Christian values? D- just mm-hmm. ask the question, 
That, that's all we're saying. Sure. Just ask the question. And and we're not, I'm not inferring that there'll be a negative answer out of that. I'm not inferring that you're going to find something. You know, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, look, <laughs> Yeah. We're just we're in a culture where you kind of have to ask these questions now, unfortunately. You know, I mean, this sure. this question probably didn't need to be asked as strongly 10 years ago. Now it does. And right. so so what we're, we're just trying to get a message out there of, look, if you're a believer today, stewardship is at every level, every level of whatever resources you have. And just take the time to ask the question, does my bank support and align my Christian values? If it mm-hmm. does wonderful if there's no tension right if there's no tension keep going right we're not you know not inferring anything but if there is a sense of no like i i I don't feel that it does or i really want more of that in my life more of that missional alignment on every area of my life then there's an alternative and that's what we're out there saying is that you know christian community credit union is a wonderful alternative to consider if you feel might be a right fit for you so Ask that question as a steward and what you can do is a simple web search of like your bank name and, okay. and just find anything of whether it's misconduct, whether it's investments, whether it's different things they've sponsored, whatever it might be. People have different values that they're really going to identify with more and just do a web yeah. search and see what comes up. And for some, you might be a little bit surprised, right? There might be some surprising right. things there. For others, there's nothing out there. Then just pray over it and just discern. Do, do, I, do I want something that aligns with my Christian values more? And if so, Christian credit union is here to help. Love it. Now, from a nuts and bolts perspective, I assume you have the debit card and the ATM card and the credit card. Do you have branches across the United States? Just from just trying to cover all the areas that we're in questions that I'm sure other people will have as they're listening. You know, I know there's probably one on every corner of some of these banks or one, you know, you know what I'm saying? So if they're not familiar, what's that look like? What's that landscape look like? Yeah, great question. One of those common questions that we get. So so we are largely a digital banking institution. We do have a branch in Southern California in the city of San Dimas in particular, okay? About 20 minutes or so east of Pasadena to give some reference. But as a digital banking institution, we also are part of what's called the co-op network for credit unions. And so, so basically our members can access thousands of ATMs and branches across the U.S. that will provide you know, the same services should they go into that branch or that ATM. It's part of the co-op network is what it's called. And on our website, mm-hmm. myccu.com, you can actually find the locations. And so if you're not in Southern California, that's okay. We have a lot of numbers that aren't, a lot. So it's nationwide. And, and they just find their closest ATM or their closest branch that can go in and get various services, you know, provided for them. And, and that seems to be, you know, enough to suffice, you know, for, for what their needs are. But it's largely a digital banking institution. And so obviously emphasis on, on web and, and mobile and those kinds of things. So, so yeah, so it's yeah. across the United States, you have access to all those different items. You mentioned credit card, Aaron. One of our, our number one products, actually, that people love is our cash rewards card. And they actually get one and a half percent cash back. But again, a mission alignment also with every swipe, it's going to actually feed back into Christian ministries and charities as well. And so again, wow. you have that sense of mission alignment with every swipe that you do, but you're also getting cash back as well. So that is definitely one of our, our top products. When it comes to the missions and things that you choose, can people send in you know, foundations or missional opportunities that, that they're aware of to you, or do you all choose those? Yeah, of course. So any member can, you know, 
the beauty about being member based is that you have a voice, you know, and so it's right. not like a, it. a big bank where you're just getting an annual some stock report that no one knows how to read. You know, you actually have a voice. Right. right. So um, exactly. we take all those emails very seriously of all of our members. So most certainly, if there are are, are ministries that are out there that you know are are very much missionally in line with what we're doing, we of course encourage members to express that. Obviously, we can't serve every single ministry across the globe, right? But right. but we do have kind of a, a core group that we work with. But that's expanding even as you know as we speak, you know. And so and so that's that's where we invest back into. But it's not just those sponsor ministries. We also look at some of our ministry partners. And if there's like a, a church plant that needs a lot of help or something like that, we may give them a donation, a gift, right? And so we're always yeah. keeping a pulse on our members and, and the member organizations, I should say, with the churches in particular, and just saying, hey, you know, do you need help? And we can't obviously do everything for everybody, but the spirit yeah. of generosity is there. The value of generosity is there. And within the means that we have, we want to make sure we exercise that, you know. One yeah. of our longstanding partnerships is with an organization called Mission Aviation Fellowship. And they're an organization that basically flies, you know, around different parts of the country and deliver supplies and those kinds of things, those who are in need. And it's a tremendous outreach opportunity. And we've been with them for a long time. And, um, and they actually have a, a credit card that's, that's branded to them, a Mission Aviation Fellowship credit card. So the amount of financial resources that have been automatically regenerated back into that ministry, just because people have that card, it's, 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 it's quite large, Aaron, you know? And so it's, it's great awesome. to see again, that cycle, you're just refeeding the kingdom, yeah. refeeding the kingdom, you know? And so lots of, lots of opportunities there. We are very adamant about partnering with churches, hearing what their needs are, their pain points are, how we can help. And so we get it, we get ministry, we get the kingdom. And that's something you will never, ever get from a traditional big bet. You just, you'll never get it. And you'll never get them being able to say we're biblically based either. (laughs) So, so there's, again, just that alignment brings a lot of peace and a lot of comfort and a lot of relief, quite frankly, to a lot of people. Yeah. What about a small podcast? Do you guys help a small podcast financially? (laughs) I'm kidding. (laughs) I'm literally kidding. Yeah, you can become a member today by visiting myccu.com, right? <laughs> there we go. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Do you, I assume, so we have Venmo and Zelle and, and everybody else. You mentioned digital. That's kind of where, because honestly, I can't tell you the last time I darkened the door of a branch of the bank that we're a part of. I really, yeah. to your point about being web-based and digital, but, you know, money through Venmo, it's very popular now, PayPal. I'm sure there's others. I know there's a, there's one the government keeps you keep hearing about, and then obviously Zelle. Uh, are you guys kind of in that in that game too? Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> in our mobile uh, experience, Zelle is is the money transfer option that we have right now, and Good. so we're, okay. of course always looking to other opportunities and ways to expand that. But Zelle is the primary digital transaction, if you will, that we utilize. Good, and I like Zelle. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm a fan. I use it, you know, for our business as well. So yeah. uh, that works out very very well. So what what are your biggest fears? And this may be a difficult question. What are your biggest fears in terms of where things are headed that that people should be very comfortable or maybe feel a little bit more comfortable? You've touched on so many ways that I, if, if we moved our finances there, how I can feel comfortable about where it is, things like that. What's your biggest fear? You know, Aaron, my, my number one fear or concern is that people have forgotten the Bible. They don't know their Bible anymore. That is the number one concern. 
that people don't know their Bible anymore. Social media, and I'll, I'll get more specific, sorry, with the financial side of things, but I think we have to start up sure. here and then and work our way into yeah. it. Yeah, um, oh, I like it, yeah. S- social media has taken a level of authority in people's life that is not appropriate. Mainstream media news has taken a level of authority in people's life that is not appropriate. People are now right. looking at other sources, which by the way, are filtered, right? They're just telling us what they want to tell us. And right. they are using it as a primary source of their emotions and how they view the world. The Bible has lost its number one spot in people's life. And mm. we have to get back to that first and foremost. So right. once that concern is relieved, then everything else starts to fall into place. But I would start there. Okay, that's the top concern is that I I just, I'm, I'm concerned that the Bible is no longer the authority in people's life. Okay? The number mm-hmm. one authority. Yep. Now... From there, from there, I, I would just say that the the censoring is a very real thing happening. This is not yep. you know not unique to to our organization or the the role that I hold or like that. I you know I've hold I've held several different positions that have proven that the Christian voice is being censored. Okay, mm-hmm. it is right. whether mm-hmm. it's on social media, whether it's digital ads, whatever it might be. There is a big tech. There is a cultural censoring taking place. And so as a result, Christians have to get a lot more creative. They have to actually get more discerning, quite frankly, and just understand yes. what they're dealing with here, you know? And so that is definitely a concern. The, the censoring of a Christian voice, of Christian values, of, of the ability to even speak to other Christians on digital platforms. I mean, it's really, it's a very real thing. And like I said, that would be right. for another podcast on another day, you know? But, huh. but that would be number two. And so if you, if you put those two together and you've got, look, if the Bible is no longer the number one authority in people's life, possibly, and then you have this censoring of messaging, right? Well, then where is the truth coming from, right? And so that results in anxiety. Mm-hmm. It results in panic. It results in looking at a verse really quickly and taking it out of context and freaking out about it or something like that, right? And so, so from a Christian culture perspective, those are my concerns. From a financial perspective, you know, I would say, and I say this on a personal level, somewhat of the same idea is that, you know, the, the bit, sometimes the, the, the bank institutions that are out there may display similar behavior, right. In which the Christian values don't matter in which there, there might be a targeting or an isolating, you know, there's some reports out there of that. Now, obviously, you know, I'm not an, a right. personal private investigator, but they're out there. You know, those stories are right. out there. And so the reality of what yep. happened, you know, definitely needs to be known. But but those stories are out there, you know. And so I think to some degree, we're seeing the need for Christians to be financially prudent and financially discerning just on yeah. their banking institution. But obviously, we can add to that too, Aaron. We've got economic things going on. To your point earlier in the podcast, you know, you've got all sorts yeah. of different charts and levels going up and down. And we're just entering a time, I believe, where the Christian needs to restore Scripture as their number one priority. As a result, discernment will come, wisdom will come, and to boldly live as a Christian. Yeah, I mean, I would just sum it up as that, you know. Well, and this is unscripted, so you and I haven't targeted that. I kind of hit you with that out of nowhere. It's a difficult question. It's a difficult question for you because you're representing, you know, your organization and also when it comes to finances, I'm sure there's things that you have to be careful 
to talk about or, or advise, I guess is maybe a, you know, a word that I don't, I don't even know if I can use that, but anyway, I appreciate just how you've walked through all that. Cause I think people understand, you know, what you're saying. I, I know I did. And I really appreciate that when it comes to, I'm just trying to think of a question that I'm sure so many, so many people would ask. So let's just say my wife and I decided today, we hear this interview, we go to the website. How hard is it to, for us again, we've been at the same bank since I was 14. <laughs> Honestly, I've been, it's changed hands like five times, but I've been there since I was 14. I don't even know what it looks like to move banks. So just that process itself, is it difficult for people to do that? Well, you know, Aaron, you bring up a great point because the, the thought of it's overwhelming, you know, is the number one reason why people don't switch banks, actually. You know, we found that in our right. research as well. And so for those that are having hesitation, because obviously you have automatic, you know, payments, you've got all kinds of stuff set up, right? So Certainly, if you're going to move over your checking account, okay, then that typically we we would look at probably like a 30 to 60 day gradual plan. Okay. It's not something like where you that, just yeah. do it overnight. And that's a misunderstanding. That's right. people. When they go, hey, I'm going to switch banks. It, it do, Don't do it overnight. <laughs> you know, take, yeah, take your yeah, time, yeah. make for sure you have everything laid out. We actually have a, a switch kit available on our website that kind of walks you through the steps that you can take. And so for your listeners or for yourself, Aaron, you can go to myccu.com <laughs> switch and, and take a look at that. You know, you can actually download a switch kit and we've, we've built this out. It just walks you through some, some step-by-step checkbox kind of things. If you're really looking at making that, that, that larger switch, like, yep, I'm going to move everything over. And we have a lot of members that have done that. Now for those yeah. who aren't quite ready to take that step of I'm going to move everything over a great place to start. It was, is with something like maybe like a CD account where you have like a, a high yield for like five months, just get into the community as a member, know that that investment yeah. is going into kingdom resources and have a great return on it. You know, yeah. they have a number of very competitive CDs being offered right now. And, and the rates are always updated again at myccu.com. But that's a great place to start. It's just start with something to get you in, right? And to kind yeah. of get you exposed to the, to the credit union, to get you exposed to what Christian banking will look and feel like for you, you know, and yeah. and so open up a CD, right? Most CDs are, you know, 500 bucks minimum to open. And so it's kind of that small test for people just to get into the crowd a little bit while getting a, a good return at the same time. Uh, another yeah. great option is to open up that credit card, you know, right. and uh, if you're already using it on a regular basis and you're using it prudently and with wisdom, why not get a credit card that invests back into the kingdom, you know, and, and have that yeah. be your way of joining the credit union. So for those who aren't wanting to make the complete leap over, there's still plenty of other options for you. Yeah. Uh, and, and many of the ways you can be part of this Christian community feeding back into the kingdom. But if you're not at a place where you want to completely jump over, totally understand that. But if you do want to do that, Go get our switch kit at myccu.com slash switch, download that, and it'll walk you through a process that that's about 30 to 60 days. Take your time on that because there's a lot of things that are automated in that process that you already have set up and we'll make for sure it get carried over. I really like that because I never thought of that. So I'm glad you walked through that because, you know, I think when you think switching banks, you think you walk in and say, okay, give me all this. And you know what I mean? It, that, yeah. and, and, and the other point that you made that I didn't even think about is all the, all the automatic deductions. A lot of people are on their automatic pay ADP or whoever it is, puts their check directly in the bank. There's yep. a lot of moving parts there that I'm sure I didn't even think about. Yeah, so that's a HR great way to do that. All that stuff to get that all set up. And yeah, it's a process. So we're, we tell people, take yeah. your time. Here's a checklist for you. 
and, and we'll be happy to help you. Well, actually, one of the things that most people are switching to, Aaron, if I may just very briefly here, I'm sorry, I may have interrupted you. Sure. No. Uh, we actually have a, a high yield checking account called our Harvest Checking Account. And, and so it, it offers a high yield on it up to a certain balance. And then with that, though, you bundle it with the credit card as well. So you kind of get all these benefits all at the same time. It's uh, it's our one of our hottest products right now that we're loving because they're they're it's uh, it's a it's a great incentive to move over and but it's also bundled with other things that are, again are feeding back into the kingdom as well so something to look at as well harvest checking account that's awesome and I, I just want to tell you really quick first of all thank you for all that you all do and that that's for the entire organization thank you uh, because. Back to your point, and I, I saw this report, it was out earlier this week, I think, or last week, late last week, about, you mentioned targeting. I mean, there, there's, the report was said that, that there was purchases, some of them were the Bible, I think, yep. I don't know if you saw, I'm sure you saw that same I, report. I know exactly what you want, Aaron, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I mean, there was a report that said that they were actually targeting who bought the word Bible or certain, you know, all kinds of stuff. I can't even get into the specifics of it, but if people look, they'll find it as well. But that was extremely scary. Like that's, that's crazy. But that's just kind of the world we're living in right now. And so thank you for your organization, for what you all are doing, because at the end of the day, I think we just want peace. You know what I mean? We work hard. I want my money to be okay. And I, you know, in uh, our, we want to steward it well, those kind of things. So it's just, it's to have an organization that I can have some peace, but also know that it's going to the right places, that it's not going to fund something that honestly, if I, I probably am not aware of it. And if I was, I'd probably move right away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. There's, we don't know. And there's so much acquisitions happening at a high level. I'm sure in this industry, you know, maybe, maybe I'm comfortable with my bank, but it's been acquired by one that I'm not comfortable with, or, you know, there's just a lot of moving parts right now that is so unknown. And the last thing I will say, and sorry for the rant, but it's a thank you again for what you all do, because I do believe now more than ever before, we have to come together as a country, but as Christians, because as you said, revelation is pretty clear Mm -hmm. about where things are headed. And if we are splintered, if we're all doing our own thing, if there aren't organizations like yours that are saying, Hey, you know, let's get together, have some peace. Let's fund back into the King. Let's do things the way that scripture taught us to do. And, and you're all are doing that. So uh, hopefully that made sense. I, I guess I, I pay attention to a lot of those things and I get very nervous about where we are and yet we shouldn't fear. So I love what you said earlier about tension. That was a wonderful quote from your mentor. Yeah. Because yeah. it's think, true. Think, it's think. true. We should have peace. But I, I, anyway, thank you for what you all are doing. It's really neat. And and I'm, I'm glad that I uh, got to share with the audience today. Well, thank you, Aaron. That's very kind of you to say, and, and, and thank you for what you do, providing the outlet for these <laughs> conversations, you know, as well. And, and yeah, it's, it's, that's the beauty about Christian community credit union is that you are literally joining with thousands of other Christians across the U S that are deciding it's time to bank with my values, you know, and not only think about the return for yourself, but think about the return for those churches. Think about the return for that, 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 that Christian charity. Think about the return for the humanitarian support that's going out there right now, you know, across the world because of our members, it's, it's both sides of the coin, you know, and you it's, 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 it's very hard to to get that that peace to use your term. It's very hard to get that sense of assurance that yeah, my funds are going to to a biblically based institution. 
you can't get that, you know, in other places, you know, and so we're just right. here saying we exist, we're here, you know, come join us, whatever scale that looks like, whether you just open up a credit card, whether you open up a CD for five months, we don't care, come on in, you know, or whether yeah, you switch everything yeah. over, we'd love to have you on board. And and the work that's being done is tremendous. And look, I, I just want to allude to this as well, Aaron, is that in our market research, we did a massive research campaign. We're kind of getting that sense of like people are just feeling frustrated with their with their secular banks. You know, we were hearing yeah. it from our members. I was hearing it from, you know, just general conversations. So we surveyed over 1,300 professed Christians across the United States. And what we found was that 30% had considered switching banks in the past 12 months. And the reason why was because they want alignment with their faith. Okay. Alignment yeah. with their faith was in the top three reasons why. The other ones I think was a wow. uh, uh, interest rate or something like that, you know, and, and, and customer service, right? But this one alignment with one's Christian values is very, very important. And even over fifty percent said that now it's more important than ever that they feel that their Christian values are in alignment with their banking institution. So this, th- these numbers are showing a rumbling, Aaron, right? Where where yeah. there is this this desire for alignment. And this desire to come together, right? And knowing that as we face, because it's going to happen, as you face more and more persecution, as you face more and more of the trials of this world and and the ways of this world, it's going to happen. So bind together, bond together. And scripture promises, right, that there will be strength in that unity. And so, so again, you know, myccu.com is the place to go. Check us out. We'd love to have you be part of this family. I was just going to ask you for the links before we we head out. So... One last time, what's the link? The link to go to is myccu.com. And it's Christian and Community It sounds Credit like there's Union. a ton of resources there. Yep. Absolutely. Sounds like there's a ton of resources there. Awesome. And then the last one was that switch. What was that one again? Yeah, same, same domain, myccu.com slash switch. And you'll find some guidance there. And if you're looking to switch your bank. There you go. Man, this has been very interesting, and I, I hope for you all very beneficial. I mean, the three people that listen, maybe one of them will move their stuff over. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is my wife, so it may be uh, us. Yeah, I'm, I'm expecting your name well, to come we'll, across we'll, Aaron. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that sponsoring of a podcast, and then, you know, no, I'm kidding. I'm, again, I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. But, no, I really appreciate what you all are doing. And it's funny because I think when when – you know, when we all get to heaven, not to sound like the old church hymn, but when we get there, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that we impact. I hope that there's a lot of people we impacted that we had no idea about. Yeah. And when it comes to your banking, that that could be very, very true in this. Every time I swipe my card to get gas and, you know, I, that that could be going to benefit. It, it is going to, as you it said, is. hopefully I'm saying it correctly. It's going to benefit a ministry somewhere where someone may get saved. And I may not even know that, but God does. And And so I could be Building the kingdom without even knowing it, just doing my day-to-day activities, I think that's incredible. Yeah. In that exact example, we like to tell people, look, while you're fueling up your car, you could be fueling the gospel, you know, and uh, <laughs> right. all at the same time. So it's, 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 it's not a revolutionary idea. It's just powerful. It's just people don't know yeah. that there is a biblical banking institution. And so for those listening to this, good news for you today. There is one. We would love to have you, Christian Community Credit Union. Love it. Thank you so much for your time. And thank you again for what you all are doing and your entire team. I, I just pray God's blessing. And I, I have to believe that that uh, you're, you've witnessed, I'm sure we could probably take another podcast of stories that you've seen 
through the way that he is honoring what you all are doing, because I think you're doing it scripturally. You're doing it as we're called to do it and that stewardship that we talked about earlier. So uh, just thank you for what you're doing. And I mean, my prayers are for just continued success for everything that you all do. Thank you so much, Aaron. Thank you for the opportunity to be with you today. And thank you for the work that you do as well. I appreciate that. Good luck. We'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Unscripted Podcast. Make sure to review and share wherever you listen to your podcast. It really helps out our mission to encourage everyone to live life unscripted. Until next time, keep living life unscripted.